back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Wado with Levin, recording live from the Gen A studios. Uh, this morning, the temperature is celebrating Jackie Robinson. It's 42 degrees at 5.39 a.m. We are on our way to the Huntington Pier, driving down Pacific Coast Highway, keeping that dark early morning surf on a Friday morning tradition alive. By tradition, I mean two weeks in a row. So, I'm fired up. Hope you are too. Alright. A lot of pressing matters this week. Um, Well, for starters, I woke up to an earthquake. Which was pretty awesome. Um, So... I had been a part of my first earthquake, I think back in October, I was at a restaurant, and like, things started shaking, the person I was with was like, hey, like, this is an earthquake, I was like, what? Like, I've been wanting to be a part of an earthquake forever, and now I finally am, so that was cool, um, and then waking up to it, um, was pretty cool too, like, I felt like I was at, like, a sleazy motel because I was in my bed. It was the middle of the night, and, like, my bed was vibrating. Um, Which also... So, I don't think I would have known it was an earthquake if I hadn't experienced my quote-unquote first earthquake because I had been in California for, like, four years before experiencing an earthquake, and I was always bummed that I kept missing them because I just wanted to see how it was. Um, so, when I woke up, I was like, oh yeah, this is like the last time I was a part of an earthquake, but there had been multiple times before, I'm, I'm a pretty light sleeper, there had been multiple times before where in the middle of the night, I woke up and I felt like my bed was vibrating for like a couple seconds, and I just thought I was weird, like I didn't realize it was an earthquake, I just thought... I, I just thought maybe I ate something or I don't know. So I feel kind of good knowing that uh, I, I don't that it's not like me who's hallucinating that it's just an earthquake. Um, so do we love earthquakes? Uh, I mean this is one of those like you got to be careful what you say here because uh, you know they are not good. but when no one gets hurt and you can be a part of them, um, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. So I, I enjoyed it. I was, I was like kind of laughing hysterically to myself at like three in the morning as like everything was just like vibrating. Um, so that was kind of cool. So I'm in on earthquakes. Uh, we had a write-in from Easy. Dear doctor, do we love mandatory work slash school uniforms? Um, before diving in, I did respond back, did you have to wear a uniform in primary school? Uh, the reason I asked this question is because he was homeschooled. To which he replied, I had to wear a good attitude every day. Hmm. That's a good mandatory uniform. Um. So. I went to public school through 8th grade and then private school in high school. 
So I, I guess I have a pretty good perspective because I had to do both. Um, I don't know. I think like when you're in school, you're like, oh, uniforms suck. But looking back, um, it wasn't all that bad. Uh, and actually last week I was talking about my indoor uniform. Like I, hmm, I think in school it, it does kind of suck because like school when you're younger in high school and middle school, that's the peak of your life in terms of what you care about what you wear for most people for most people I mean if you're like a fashionista or, you know a hot guy in New York like obviously that just that's part of your life it never ends um, but at this point in my life I mean I don't buy new clothes I, I get new clothes for Christmas from my aunt she just she dresses me it's pretty dope um, I mean, I, I like I like a good shirt. Don't get me wrong. Like, I do enjoy, you know, wearing something sweet. But, I mean, getting ready for school in middle school, it was a process. You would be picking things out, mixing and matching, trying to look at your peak. And then I think once you get out of high school your level of giving an F just goes down and down. Maybe it's not that you don't care. I don't think you, it's not that you care what you're wearing or how you look. You kind of just settle into who you are and you just have your stuff in the rotation. So having to wear uniforms in middle school and high school does kind of suck because after that, you don't really care about clothing or fashion so you might as well do it while you can because right now I don't I don't have to quote unquote wear a uniform for work I wear a uniform for work I wear the same pair of pants for three weeks then I bring them into the dry cleaner I wear my other pair of pants for three weeks and then I swap them so I'm already wearing the exact same pair of pants every single day and then I have a rotation of like four or five collared shirts which are all the exact same shirt, just a different color. Um, so, I mean, that's basically a uniform, and I love it. I, I, in terms of work uniform, love it. Um, the less thinking I have to do, the better. Pretty sure Steve Jobs was pretty famous for that. That's why he always wore the same clothes, because uh, he wanted to maximize his mental capacity, which makes sense, because um, I think... I heard it explained like this, and I'm probably going to do it a little injustice. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, but you have to think of your brain like a computer. And not not a new good computer. Think of your brain as like a, a gateway or a, with Windows 95 software. Not that much memory, right? You're, or you're at least limited on, um, on your mental capacity and so I mean I think out of outside of Einstein most of us are in that boat so the idea is to reduce your decision making as much as possible 
And by reducing your decision-making, it will reduce your overall mental fatigue. And by reducing your overall mental fatigue, you will make better decisions for the things that actually count. Hence, which is why Steve Jobs wore the same clothes every day, or same outfit, so that way it was one less decision he had to make. And it's kind of funny I say this, because right now I'm looking for parking. The spot I was planning on parking in is completely full. And freaking out a little bit. It's just another mental decision I have to make. Which is also why I park in the exact same spot every single day. Uh, it's, it's sneaky the best spot there. Um, nobody knows it. Because it's, it's far away from the door. But I don't mind a little walk. But it's next to a column, so that way, even though it's quote-unquote a compact spot, I have extra room getting out on the driver's side door, and it's never taken. So, if you work in my building, you're listening to this, don't you dare. Um, to wrap that all up, yeah, I'm a uniform guy. We love it. All right, well, that's about all I got for today. Um, one other thing I wanted to, well, two other things. Shout out to the Pats. Uh, winning number six, it's great. Um, it's it's honestly mind-blowing. It really is. I mean, it's, it's routine at this point. It, like, it... It's one. It, it was a weird feeling, you know. You're you're excited, and you're happy. It's just, but it feels different. Um, there was way less on the line for this one. I mean, there was a little bit more skin in the game because of the Philadelphia loss. Um, I think we had more on the line this year than last year because of the loss. At the same time, TB's already got five. Now he's got six. You're just, they're playing with house money at this point. It's not, I, I, I can't, it was pretty incredible how they uh, stirred up the underdog card going for their sixth Super Bowl. I will give them credit for that. Um, because I remember going into, like, going into Seattle, that was when we had everything to lose. We were 3-2 and two going in Super Bowls going into that one. And I feel like that's when stakes were at the highest. Um, but it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Very, very blessed. I mean... A lot of fan bases, they, they won't... Some don't see a championship in their lifetime. I think we've seen... This is our 12th one this decade, or this century. It's pretty incredible. Um, so shout out to the Pats. Um, in terms of the national anthem over-under, I know what you're all thinking. It's frugal February. Um, I bet the national anthem over-under. The Smy guy, who I'm in a competition with for frugal February... Bet it as well. We put in the exact same amount 
so that way no blood was drawn. Um, we still don't know if we won or not because Gladys Knight, bless her heart, said brave twice to end the song. So now some books are saying that it ends after the first brave. Some are saying it ends after the second brave. It's, it's one of those things where I, I think you got to rule it a no play at that point. Um, cause from a selfish perspective, I'm like, Hey, it ends when she decides the song ends. But at the same time, they only have brave written in there once. Like if I was a book, you'd be like, no way we're counting the second brave. So I understand where they're coming from. Um, but at the same time, what about me? So we're still waiting on the ruling. I don't know if I won or lost, so we'll see. But that was, that was pretty outrageous. Um, we're going to get a, uh, I'll see you all next week. Yeah.